0: Just by radio, life after dust, dust, dust spot radio. You need to tune in to Just Spot Radio. Life after dust dust,
1: dust by the radio. Life after dust, dust, just by radio. The come up is a must. Must you must tune in on your radio. You can even visit DuskSpot.com. Hello everyone, what's up? Welcome to Life of Dust Live, your boy Shetty J. Um, I know it's weird because it's a Sunday. like, what in the world? We got to do shows on Sunday. But anyways, it's a special edition of Life at the Dust Live, and today I have a special guest co-host. It's a 30-minute um, special, and I have my mom. Say hello,
2: mom. Hello, everyone.
1: Yes, I... Uh, um against against her will, I I um poked her and told her she was gonna be on the show today. <laughs> so yes. Due due to due to a popular demand of people wanting um actually I saw a memory on Facebook that was talking about like when she actually I was actually on the show before and you were talking, about, Oh man, that was a hilarious show. So when I shared that memory I was like, you know what? We should do a special episode uh again. 'Cause it was fun and so this time instead of music, it'll be we'll still have some music on on um, this a thirty minute special, but we're also you know, the purpose of today's episode is to talk about motherhood. So uh we were talking to her about her experiences and some of her advice for mothers out there. So yeah, what we're gonna do we're gonna go, ahead and go into a quick song break and then we come back. We're going to chop it up with her, so cannot wait. All right, it's a Key Harper choir time. Oh, no, let's go in the Say Girl Rocket Key Harper.
3: Say, baby. Can I talk for a minute?
1: does live your boy city j special edition of the show one-on-one with my mom so ugh, mom going go from the top you've been a mom for now let's see you do the math 32 years now <laughs> almost 32 so like how is it Just going off of it um like how how was it like it was going from the beginning, like before when you first found out you were a mom, what was your reaction?
2: I was shocked, it was I was shocked, it was totally unexpected that I was going to be a mother. So I had to quickly embrace the idea because it was the furthest thing from my mind. And I, I could have never prepared myself for the joy that motherhood brings.
1: Yeah, I because mean, a lot of times that, that that tends to happen for a lot of um, parents, period, no matter what age or stage, sometimes a lot of it just happens unexpectedly. Like you said, you, it wasn't, you know, you weren't necessarily prepared per se for what the joy and stuff that was going to come from it. Um, you know, when, at what point did you feel that you became prepared? And let me let me, uh, re, let me restructure how I ask that question. So when I say when you became prepared, so a lot of times some people it's still not clicking into their minds that their parents, but there's a certain stage where, you know, they've accepted of it and they've become, you know, they're starting to become more equipped to understand what their roles are. So when is it like at what point, like, you know, how far along did you start realizing that?
2: I guess I started to realize once I got the first ultrasound and it showed it was going to be a big headed boy. I I became to accept it then. I began to accept it then and, and embrace that my life would never be the same.
1: And I don't know why she got to say big headed boy, but y'all she, she, see she's full of jokes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so going from that, which is. Pretty much, I, I'm usually hearing that a lot. It usually is the ultrasound that kind of sets things in. Um, so going to that that moment of in the hospital, probably getting too graphic. Um, you know, as you were as the delivery process started happening, and you started actually seeing, okay, this thought that I've been seeing all along now is materializing. There is this child coming out of me. You know, what were your thoughts going on through that process?
2: (laughs) My thoughts was, am I going to be a good mom? Am I going to know what to do? Am I going to make a lot of mistakes along the way trying to figure out this mom thing that was totally unique to me? And I was also a brand-new wife. I had been married like eight months when I had Cedric. And so I was getting used to being a wife, and now I had to become a mother and learn how to do the mother thing. So it took some adjusting, but I think I did. I think I I came I came out ahead.
1: Now I gotta share a funny story, real quick. Speaking of her math, she just gave me, there. There's like a point I remember. There was a point when I started like really realizing, understanding how. The birth process works Because a lot of times people think nine months They don't necessarily think of conception Or whatever and so I'm doing the math I'm like oh you must have Oh y'all had me Y'all conceived me at this point But then you know That you know because this is how Sad to say is in my adult Life when I found this out Not really understanding how the math went completely It was when You know there was a it was an incident where well, I talked about in the show before where it was a mori situation I had to go through and me not understanding. You know, if if I wouldn't understand how the math worked completely, I would not have never been in that position to begin with. But to go back to what you – so to go to that, just sharing that quick story, I'm just laughing at the fact of, oh, I remember when you shared that story with me, and you were talking about that. You were like, "Um, well, sir, you had had to to reveal something to me that I didn't know all along.
2: (laughs) Well, I I had wondered throughout his whole life when he was going to do the math and figure (laughs) out that I got pregnant before we got married. And so I had been wondering for years how I was going to answer the question, was I going to say, he was born premature, what I was going to say. And one day I was at work. I think he was like a sophomore in high school. And he called me one day at work and said, Mom, shouldn't I have been born in November instead of September? And that's when I realized he had done the math and realized that I was pregnant when I got married. So I knew the course he was going to come, so I couldn't lie. So I had to pretty much admit to him that I had had premarital sex.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was just, I mean, that that's when, you know, a lot of times you hear about other people's experiences, but when you hear that first say hand and you understand it, you're like, what in the world? Oh, I didn't know that. So it kind of put things in perspective for you. But so, um, flash forwarding, um, you know, you have me, and then, then some time goes by. You end up having Chase, and then support more time goes by, and you have my sister, Sierra. So, like, going to those stages, like, where were you at? What point were you at? Like, what was going on? Like, um, as far as the moment, what moment was going on when you realized, oh, crap, I'm I'm about to have, you know, oh, I just got, I have about to have Chase, and then that bone when you knew you were going to have Sierra. I remember, you. Because just kind of give some background. I remember you say, y'all didn't realize y'all were pregnant again when y'all had Sierra.
2: Well, each child, I had different forms of, of birth control that didn't work. So each child was a surprise gift. And so um, I think with each child, it became easier to accept. But the third one was the first girl. So that brought his own experiences with it. Uh, am I going to be able to mother a young, a future young lady and bring her into into the sisterhood? So it was a um, learning experience, definitely.
1: Definitely, yeah. It's, it is crazy, like having a little brother, and then all of a sudden you realize you have a little sister. It, it definitely is a interesting dynamic. Um, so what what was it like, uh, like, as far as raising us from your perspective? Like, what kind of kids were we?
2: Well, I was blessed. All three kids have pretty much been good and never really gave me any problems at home or at school. So I must say I raised three, three pretty good individuals. So I, I didn't have to – I wasn't constantly being called – from the school to come and build them, them out of problems or get them from being suspended or nothing like that. But they all were pretty good growing up, I must say.
1: Um, what would you say if you had to sum each of us up? Um, like, what you like from like your perspective? Because a lot of times, you know, no one, like a lot of times, moms kind of. To pick up on how, to in order to raise a kid, you have to understand the type of child they are. Like, from your perspective, like, what would you say as you would summarize each of us? How would you summarize our traits and whatnot?
2: Well, I would say Cedric is the outgoing one. Chase is the middle child. He's very conservative, but, he, but he's the one that will give you hugs. Chase won't give you a hug. If you are a relative, you have to chase him down and tie him up to get a hug. Chase, Chase is, Chase is more, more affectionate, and then, Sierra, she's pretty outgoing, and real caring and tries to look out for her big brothers.
1: Okay, I guess that's a fair assessment. <laughs> Fair, um, but, okay, so, you know, of course, like, you know, in all those different things, you you raise these different kids or whatnot, and you have to kind of – It's I mean, does it – not necessarily the complete specifics, but how do you – for, like, moms out there who have multiple children, and, of course, every kid is not the same – how do you do? How do you raise them so differently? How do you know how to raise kids differently? And how did you do it? Because you know you had three. If you had three kids who were definitely all had their own different quirks, and you managed to do it, how did you? How did you manage to do it? And like how? Like for advice for other mothers out there, how should they go about it?
2: Well, I would say you pretty much have to. Learn the characteristics and personality of your child, your child would teach you how to raise them because none of them require the same attention or the same um same discipline each child is totally different, and they're going to teach you how to raise them because their personalities are so different than their 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 outlook on life is so different that you have to figure out how to how to raise them.
1: Um. Yeah. So I, I mean, that, I, that was a that was a that was a very solid answer. Like, yeah, because I mean, I watched you. You done a, You know, I I don't know how, man. You, I I'm still amazed to this day. I'm like, how in the world do you just know? But, you know. I'll go to myself specifically now because I would know first-hand different stuff. Um, you know, you y'all know, was always the one that I was trying to do every goddamn thing, especially in um, in high school. I was, like, in every activity known to men. I, even outside of sports, I was doing band and doing leadership roles and all these other things. You know, how do you – because a lot of times there's parents who don't support their children. How do you, you know, what was that mechanism in your mind that said that, you know, how do how do you, how can I put it, how do you find a way to support support us through our dreams? Because there's a lot of I always say this all the time. The reason why I'm successful and lots of what I do is because I have parents who who support me. And a lot of times, some parents feel they don't have to support support their kids. Why, you know, what made you think that way? As far as you decide to let you support us, and I'm I'm not quite sure how to go on that further. But maybe maybe you can pull out that more for it.
3: <laughs>
2: no, I'm not quite sure what the question is, but I know I got unconditional love and support from my mother. Growing up And so I wanted to Instill the same Same love and attention To my kids So I've always given them Unconditional love Whether it was deserved or not
1: Okay And it just came to my head go further on what my point was So yeah Besides the support Like one thing I can say about you Was that you are a balance You're like Thanos Thanos or motherhood At one's token, you were strict enough, but you were also lenient enough to where you allowed us to be free thinkers. And, you know, what made you more so stay in that middle lane? Because a lot of times people are either too lenient or people are too strict. So what kind of made you stay in that balance? Well, I I
2: would just say I didn't want to be – an overprotective mother. So I, I, I've always tried to know my lane and know when attention and guidance was needed and not just always giving my opinions by every aspect of their life. I just knew when, when guidance was needed, I tried to be there to supply it. The
1: solid answers, man, solid. Um, we're gonna go into another song break. We come back when Gray start wrapping up the show. And yes, man, again, I thank you for for doing this because you know one thing. One thing I wanted to do, kind of, just lay some background. I, I'll talk about that more when we come back from the music break. Um, as far as what the interview style decided to go with, so we come back, we'll chop it up some more. Um, but for this music break, let's go ahead and go to spin the wheel, spin the wheel, spin the wheel, spin the wheel. Go to Martin Carr and let go to get away and be back after this.
0: It's not hard to see. Life's running away, away with me. I'm caught up in the maze. Feeling all alone on those rainy days There's nowhere to run I got nowhere to hide, yeah, yeah Girl, I want to tell you how I'm feeling inside Inside, yeah It's not mine that I want to spend the night But I'm fighting all the time
1: That was uh, "Getaway" by Martin Carr here on Life That the Dust Live Special Edition One-on-One with my mom. So, as we get ready to wrap up the show, um, one of the final things I want to talk to you about, mom, was um, you actually we were actually going go on a cruise here at the end of the, the week and be gone for a beautiful, glorious seven days. Um, how does it feel for this on um, this cruise, this go-around on the cruise? you actually have all of your children there for the first time.
2: Well it's gonna be weird. I was just telling my daughter Sierra yesterday, it's gonna be weird seeing all of them every day for, for a full week. So I'm I'm looking forward to the to, to the good times and memories we're gonna create on the cruise ship. Being one loving family spending a week long vacation together on one small boat, this is going to be. It's going to get interesting.
1: I'm really going to say small boats. The freedom ain't quite the triumph, <laughs> but <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but yes, definitely. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking that too. It's going to be crazy. Um, just like like I remember last like family vacation we went on all together was um San Antonio. We went to. Um, sea World and whatnot. So yeah, I, that was like one of our last ones we went on. Um, yeah, so this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> but um, other final thing you wanted to kind of get on too, is, you know, well, if you could, if you could wrap up, um, in a few words, what motherhood means to you, and why other people should cherish that moment. Why? what would you say?
2: How I said motherhood means to me having individuals that look up to you and love you unconditionally, that are are there when you're having a down moment, your kids insist it and will try and bring some joy into your life. whether it's to make you smile or think of a pleasant moment. I wouldn't trade one day that I've had with my three kids, I wouldn't trade one day for anything. So motherhood to me means having individuals that unconditionally love you. Yeah, that's very powerful, very powerful
1: words Well, everybody. Um, if you missed any parts of this episode or want to catch other episodes of the show, you can always go to uh, if you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash setting J, C E D D Y letter J, it will allow you to see um, all the show. You'll be able to check out the shows live in of the old show, of the older shows as well. You can even yeah. simply go to dustbot.com forward slash dustbot radio, and that will allow you to be able to listen to, go to, listen to the six most recent episodes, and it even has, um uh, different buttons for you to be able to visit the other places our show was shouldn't syndicate it on, such as TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. So definitely check it out, follow us on those places and definitely rate us survive on there too. All right. Well mom, I appreciate you for doing this with me. Um it was definitely a, a great experience and um I wanna finally I wanna end off by saying happy Mother's Day to all other moms out there. And that's the, and when I say that I wanna encompass that meaning whether you here whether they're here um physically, emotionally, whatever, however uh, the uh, mothers of you are out there, you know, we we appreciate you and without you this world would suck. So definitely appreciate your presence here in the present, here in the pa in, in the past, and of course in the future. So, again, happy Mother's Day, and we end out the show. How we end every show, remind you everything you do, no matter what you do, no matter how you do it, remember, whether there's a J or there's a U, there is a way. Y'all tune to another episode of Life of the Dust Live. See y'all tomorrow.